Stories are run in a cycle on the news to where we almost become sick of them. Crimes and mysteries oftentimes end up never getting answered. Did the family get justice for their loved one? Was the accused even guilty? Welcome to the Aftermath, where we try to answer some of the mysteries we forgot about due to life smacking us in the face with more happenings. Forgotten Story Jack the Ripper It's one of the oldest cold cases in the world. Theories about the notorious killer Jack the Ripper have been had by all. It's almost like the game of Clue. The only problem is we may never know who officially killed all those people. August 7th, 1888. A prostitute named Martha Tabram is found stabbed to death on a landing in George Yard. August 31st, 1888, 3.40 a.m. The body of Mary Ann Nichols, who is commonly held to be Jack the Ripper's first victim, is found at 3.40 a.m. in Bucks Row, Whitechapel. September 1st through the 4th, 1888. The police begin questioning all the neighborhood prostitutes. They soon learn of a character that the prostitutes have dubbed, quote, Leather Apron. September 8th, 1888, 6 a.m. The second Jack the Ripper victim, Annie Chapman, is found in the backyard of Hanbury Street. September 27th, 1888. A letter addressed to, quote, The Boss arrives at the Central News Agency. It is signed Jack the Ripper, a name which will turn the killer into a world-famous legend. September 30th, 1888, 1 a.m., the body of Elizabeth Stride is found on Berners Street. September 30th, 1888, 1.45 a.m., the body of Catherine Dowes is discovered in the city of London. October 1st, 1888, the police make the, quote, Jack the Ripper letter public. October 6th, 1888, the Central News Agency received another letter that is signed Jack the Ripper. The police asked the newspaper to not make this letter public. October 16, 1888, Mr. George Lusk receives a letter that is addressed, quote, from hell, and it contains half of a kidney. There is press speculation that it belonged to Catherine Edowes. November 9, 1888, 10.45 a.m., 25-year-old Mary Kelly is found dead in her room at 13 Miller's Court. She is believed by many to have been Jack the Ripper's last victim. July 17, 1889, the body of Alice McKenzie is found in Castle Valley off Whitechapel High Street. Despite the fact that her injuries were less savage than those inflicted by on previous victims, several detectives have believed it was a victim of Jack the Ripper. September 10, 1889, the mutilated torso of an unknown woman is found beneath a railway arch. Although the press at the time noted that the torso had similar mutilations to those of the victims of Jack the Ripper, the consensus among many experts is that this probably is not a Jack the Ripper killing. Suspects Montague John Druitt Although there may not be any concrete scientific evidence against him, the fact that the Jack the Ripper murders in London's East End ended after Druitt's suicide convinced one London detective, Melville McNaughton, that Druitt was in fact Jack the Ripper. Montague Druitt was an Oxford-educated man from a, quote, fairly good family, although some believe that he was sexually insane. He was born at Winborn Minster, Dorset, and during his lifetime he once worked as an assistant schoolmaster in Blackheath, London. Carl Feigenbaum, another likely suspect behind Jack the Ripper's killings, was the 54-year-old German merchant sailor Carl Feigenbaum. Feigenbaum was known to have been a psychopath who confessed to mutilating women, and even his own lawyer believed that his client was Jack the Ripper. Aaron Kaminsky, 
Several highly esteemed police officers believe that the Polish barber Aaron Kaminsky was behind the Jack the Ripper murders in London, and the fact that his mitochondrial DNA was found on Catherine Edward Shaw certainly doesn't help his case. Kaminsky was born sometime between 1864 and 1865 in Russia. He had settled in London in the early 1880s. Kaminsky was Jewish and was living and working as a hairdresser in Whitechapel during the time of Jack the Ripper's murders. He apparently had some strong hatred of women, had, quote, homicidal tendencies, and was even sent to an asylum in 1889, died shortly thereafter. Police documents from that time of Jack the Ripper murders revealed that officials suspected a man by the name of Kuzminski, although Aaron Kuzminski wasn't pinpointed as the suspect until many years later. Francis Craig In recent years, many Ripperologists have stated they believe Mary Jane's killer was her husband. Francis Spursheim Craig was all behind the Jack the Ripper killings in London. Craig was working as a reporter at the time of all the murders and was even covering the police courts and inquest on the Whitechapel murders, as well as other crimes in London's East End. Craig was born in 1837 and was the son of a, quote, well-known Victorian social reformer, and some people suggested that Craig was suffering from mental illness, or specifically schizophrenia, personality disorder. He lived in Whitechapel on Mile End Road, which is just about seven minutes away from the first Jack the Ripper murder scene, and in 1884, he married Elizabeth Weston Davies, who is believed to have been the prostitute who went by the name Mary Jane Kelly, Jack the Ripper's final victim. Theories suggest that once Craig discovered his wife was working as a prostitute, she went into hiding in the East End under the pseudonym. Craig started plotting her murder, but disguised his involvement by killing other prostitutes in the area beforehand. Walter Sickert In the book, Portrait of a Killer, Jack the Ripper, Case Closed, author Patricia Cornwell pinpointed artist Walter Richard Sickert as the real Jack the Ripper and even claimed to have had DNA evidence which linked Sickert to at least one Jack the Ripper letters. But even before the book, Sickert was believed to have been behind the Whitechapel murders since as far back as the 1970s. Sickert was born in Munich in 1860 and immigrated with his family to London in 1869. Sickert was known for painting prostitutes, and some believe that he used this to insert clues and symbols about the Jack the River murders into his artwork. Some experts suggest that the clues are similar to the actual crime scenes, that only the true murderer could have painted them. It was also believed that Sickert was impotent after having several surgeries on his penis Experts have always suggested that Jack the Ripper may have had some kind of impotence problem, which is why he targeted prostitutes so violently. Many serial killers throughout history have been proven to be impotent or suffer from sexual problems, as the act of killing becomes their only means of sexual fulfillment. Cornwell also found mitochondrial DNA on several of Jack the Ripper's letters, which were a match to several letters written by Sickert, but it wasn't enough for the experts to be convinced. Fortunately, Sickert passed away in 1942 and took his many secrets to his grave. Special thanks. Sources, jacktheripper.org, strawberrytours.org. Will the case of Jack the Ripper ever truly be solved, or will it remain a mystery for the aftermath? I'm your host, Daniel Hudson. Catch you next time. (laughs) 